This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment rights. It's time to get locked and loaded with two full hours of gun sports radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz, will teach you anything and everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a guest or sponsor of Gun Sports Radio. Now, here are your hosts, Dave, Joe, and Michael. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks, we have got a special offer for you. In today's world, violent crime can victimize anyone at any time. And when it's your time, will you be able to protect yourself and your loved ones? Well, Front Sight is the world's premier firearms training facility located near Las Vegas, Nevada. And through our relationship with Front Sight founder and director, Dr. Ignatius Piazza, we have arranged for you and your family to train there, too, for free. That's right, free of charge. You can't believe it, right? Neither can we. So go to frontsite.com backslash gunsportsradio. That's frontsite.com backslash gunsportsradio, and you will secure a $2,000 four-day defense handgun course absolutely free of charge with no hidden surprises or catches. All you need to do is enter frontsite.com backslash gunsportsradio. And after your first course at Front Sight, you'll leave with skills that surpass 99% of the gun owner's population. Guaranteed. Act now before all the free courses are taken. Secure your free four-day course again at frontsight.com backslash gun sports radio. See you at Front Sight. It'll be a blast. Hey, California assault weapon laws makes it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR pattern rifle into a straight pull bolt-action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And guess who we got on the line? We haven't had our guest like John Dillon in so long. It's just amazing. I can't believe we got him on. But before we bring him on live, John Dillon, happy, happy Father's Day. Uh, Yeah, thank you, guys. And happy Father's Day to all the other dads out there. Yeah, and especially your dad, too, because he has to put up with you. Boy, what a full-time job. Don't worry. Uh, I was woken up at around 5.50 in the morning by my kids, and we respectfully waited till around 6.10 to call him and wake him up and say happy Father's Day. <laughs> Boy, it runs in the family, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I just want to share the love, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what your idea is, sharing the love. <laughs> <laughs> so how you doing? It's been a while since we talked to you. You must have, what, solved a bunch of cases, turned the world around. What have you done? No, yeah, unfortunately with uh, this COVID-19 stuff, you know, there's uh, on both of my cases, just a quick update, uh, we're still waiting on the decisions by the court for our preliminary injunction motions. We've heard uh, no word uh, on the cases since then. So uh, we're kind of just waiting around still. Um, 
So on that front, not much has happened. But, uh, you know, uh, as I'm sure you all, all are aware, you know, we had some very disappointing news uh, in the last week uh, in the Second Amendment community with regard to the United States Supreme Court uh refusing to hear uh, 10 Second Amendment cases uh, that were uh, petitioning for a review by the Supreme Court. Um, And unfortunately, they denied all 10 cases and and they refused to review any of them. So, you know, we're going up on a solid decade now of the U.S. Supreme Court refusing to hear a Second Amendment case. How can they get away with that? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's very disappointing. Everyone uh, was under the impression when the New York uh, State Rifle and Pistol Association case was mooted by the Supreme Court. A lot of people were hoping and thinking that uh, by mooting that case uh, with 10 really good cases to decide from uh, and pick from, they everyone believed that the Supreme Court was going to pick uh, another Second Amendment case that was right for review. Uh, and unfortunately, we didn't, uh, you know, they didn't pick up any of the cases. And it's um, it, as Justice Thomas has previously said in dissenting opinions, you know, the Second Amendment has become a disfavored right uh, by the courts. And it's the constitutional orphan. Uh, it's the one that they don't want to decide on. And, and personally, I'm under the belief that there are justices on there that know how the the law is supposed to be applied. They know that the lower courts are applying this law wrong. Uh, And they, uh, you know, if they're honest with themselves, if they ever had a Second Amendment case come up before them, they know how they'd have to rule on it. And they wouldn't like that ruling. Uh, And so I think the strategy is to refuse to hear the cases so they don't have to make that decision that they don't want to. Um, But, you know, that's a personal opinion. Uh, You know, I'm not in their ear or anything like that. But I did want to talk specifically, you know, uh, with all the with denying all these cases, uh, Justice Thomas, uh, joined by Justice Kavanaugh, uh, dissented. Uh, uh, and wrote a dissenting opinion uh, in the Thomas Rogers v. Grewal case, which was a, a New Jersey carrying uh, case for you know public carry of a firearm. Uh, and it, to say it was a scathing dissent on the it's their own you know Supreme Court for refusing to hear the case, but also on you know a, a straight up lambasting of the the lower courts and how not applying the law correctly to the Second Amendment and how they are quite literally making things up to, to you know, justify uh, barring individuals their Second Amendment rights. So how do they get away with I mean, I, 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 I'm just baffled. So yeah, it's just... Uh, John, real ahead. quick, so I, I get a lot of questions about this, so I want to make sure that it's clear. Um, maybe we just do a quick yes, no. Um, do any of does, does any of this uh, affect the uh, Prop sixty three ammo registration case? That was no, we, no. Okay, does any of this affect the assault weapons case uh, that were that we, we filed? No. Does any of this affect um, the uh, uh, magazine uh, case? For Duncan, no. Uh, so all the cases that are still in the lower courts right now, 
they are not affected by uh, the the decision of the Supreme Court not to hear these other Second Amendment cases. Um, you know, all the it, what happened is the United States Supreme Court they get petitions to review certain cases, and they get to decide what cases they get to, they're going to take and review and hear. Uh, and by denying all these Second Amendment cases, they literally are just saying, no, we're not going to hear these cases and we're not going to you know, make a decision on any of them. But I, I want to get in the specifics uh, of Thomas's dissent because he is confirming an argument that I myself have made in front of the courts in, in my cases, how other Second Amendment attorneys, Second Amendment organizations ha- have made these arguments that, look, uh, Heller and McDonald, uh, although they didn't cover every single topic and how to address every single issue of Second Amendment uh, challenges, uh, they made it very clear what the test was and the scope of the Second Amendment and how to analyze that scope. Uh, and if you've ever read Heller and McDonald in their entirety, it, it's it's not even up for debate. It's very clear. And so I want to give you a couple quotes and and paraphrasing a little bit, and I'll quote some stuff from this dissent. It's about 18 pages long, and it really, I want to really press on this fact that it is very clear to at least a couple of the justices of the United States Supreme Court, ones that were a part of the original Heller decision, that the major, a large majority of the lower courts are completely misconstruing the application of Second Amendment rights to uh, United States citizens. So here we go. Uh, so he goes on to say, several jurisdictions throughout uh, the country, citizens are barred the fundamental right to bear arms because they cannot show a justifiable need or, quote, good reason for doing so. And he goes on to say, this court, meaning Supreme Court, would certainly review other cases involving a justifiable need for a constitutional right, such as the First Amendment for free speech or even abortion. Uh Thomas makes the argument that, look, if the government was trying to say, oh, you need a justifiable need to exercise your First Amendment rights free speech, they would pick up that case immediately uh, and issue an opinion on that. But they don't when it comes to the Second Amendment. Uh, When it came to this New Jersey carry case, uh, Thomas said that this is the opportunity to provide guidance on the proper approach for evaluating Second Amendment claims. Uh, and to acknowledge that the Second Amendment protects the right to carry in public and resolve a square circuit split on the constitutionality of justifiable need restrictions on the Second Amendment. So you you have the Supreme Court, uh, Justice of the Supreme Court saying, look, uh, it's not even a question. The right to carry arms in public is a protected fundamental right. and this is something that's ignored by the lower courts, uh, or a large majority of the lower courts. Wow. Um, he says, he goes on to, to say, and I know I'm quoting a lot here, but I want, I, I want to encourage people to go and read this dissent because it, it's very telling and it tells you a lot. Uh, he goes on to say that many courts have resisted our decisions in Heller and McDonald, and they've filled in the Second Amendment analysis with a two-step inquiry that incorporates uh, uh, tiers of scrutiny on a sliding scale. And and I'm quoting here, the Court of Appeals test appears to be entirely made up. The Second Amendment provides no hierarchy of core versus peripheral rights. 
And, and he's absolutely right. There's a two-step analysis that keeps getting used at the Court of Appeals level in multiple circuits that quite literally does not exist and does not come from Heller or McDonald. Uh, in Heller and McDonald, to understand the scope of the Second Amendment rights, they analyze the original meaning of the Second Amendment text, you know, a well-regulated militia, uh, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. And then they went through the historical understanding of the right as it was understood the time of uh, the writing. And right. so this well, is a test that's ignored by a lot of courts. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's get you on again next week because there's a lot more. I mean, this is not. Thanks a lot for ruining my Father's Day. Thanks a lot, guy. You know. <laughs> No, I'm only kidding. Hey, bud, we got to let you go, but my gosh, you know, oh my gosh, that's just amazing. But have a great Father's Day, no matter what you just said, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good, guys. All right. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. We come back a lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, happy Father's Day from to all of you, from all of us. And we want to talk to you about what's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new red flag laws, firearms legal protection. Mike and I, Mike, Joe, and I use them. Uh, firearms legal protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for firearms owner. Call Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com, 469-310-9100, 469-310-9100, firearmslegal.com. Hey, the refi bell has been ringing. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped to a historic low. And if you're looking to buy or refi, or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call the local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Give Chris a call at 619-722-1303 or just go to primeres.com backslash alpine. All right, Michael, who you got for your guest today? Very special guest. Uh, Back in 1996, a uh, uh, fantastic institute was started called uh, Frontside Firearms Training Institute. Uh, Founded in 1996 by Dr. Ignatius Piazza, who's our next guest. Uh, with the stated goals of providing training, mostly on how to safely operate firearms in self-defense settings, and activism, uh, which is basically they wanted to positively change the image of gun ownership in our lifetimes. Many of our listeners have been out to their 550-acre property in Nye County, uh, uh, just outside of Las Vegas, um, where they have a classroom that, that can seat as many as 450 students. Uh, that's their biggest classroom. They have dozens of range, um, all kinds of different firearms training. It is a fantastic facility. I am a huge fan. I've been many times, and I've been very much looking forward to interviewing Dr. Ignatius Piazza. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you for the wonderful uh, introduction. You bet. What an honor. I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show. I've, I've been to Frontside many times. We've organized 
uh, large events, help to organize large events that uh, we, we come out uh, once a year uh, for, with hundreds of people uh, over the same weekend and take different classes. And I'm just so impressed with your facility. A lot of people are very familiar with Front Sight. It's, it's very, very popular here in San Diego. Um, but if you could uh, talk about how you started it and why you started it. Well, I was your uh, your typical uh, gun owner. I owned guns. Uh, I took guns to the range. Uh, I never had any formal training. And then one day, uh, in my quiet upscale neighborhood, there was a, a drive-by shooting uh, that uh, hit three homes on our street. And it was at that time that you know I had this realization. I said, I've got all these guns in a gun safe, but they don't do me any good if I can't get to them. And even if I did get to them, you know, what would I do? Because I'd never had any formal training on how to use a weapon when it's needed most to defend one's life. So that started me on a quest to receive training. And I went to, and this was way back in 1988. I mean, I went to uh, all of the major schools at the time and was trained by all of the people that essentially started the industry of, of private firearms training. And uh, I noticed that, um, you know, when I would go to these schools, that uh, there was uh, a, a lot of people just like me, uh, people that wanted to receive the training uh, and were, were looking really for an opportunity uh, to train more regularly uh, and, and also a location that was easy to get to. I mean, I would have to get on a plane and then drive three hours or five hours or take two flights, all of these these facilities were located in remote areas, obviously, because that's where you have to be in order to get uh, a permit to operate a facility like this. So I, uh, after three years of training and securing the highest levels of certification from all these different uh, uh, institutes and, and instructors, I also recognized that they were doing a lot of things right, but there were a lot of things that they could do better and uh, could make the, the experience more uh, user-friendly, uh, appropriate for the entire family, uh, user-friendly for females. So I decided uh, to start my own, and we, we did on some leased facilities near Bakersfield, California, because that's all we could find at the time. And uh, after the first year, uh, we had such a huge response that I started looking for a, a location that could handle the kind of expansion that I wanted to create. And we found that on 550 acres, about 45 minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. And we put that into escrow and uh, closed the escrow on it. And uh, to let everybody know who we, were, who we were and what we were doing, we started offering a free one-day submachine gun course. And over 20,000 people attended that. <laughs> wow. Uh, over, <laughs> Amazing what will grab people's attention, huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over two years, uh, 20,000 people attended, and it was a legit class. It wasn't just some promotional thing. I mean, it was one day of, of training. We gave uh, a very informative uh, lecture in the morning about the Uzi submachine gun. Actually, we started with some M11s, but they didn't last long. We had to, we had to upgrade to Uzis, and these were all fully transferable, you know, legal, registered uh, submachine guns. And then we would go out on the range and and, you know, people would come to this thing and they would think that, you know, they were going to get some instruction and then maybe get to shoot, you know, one magazine at a target. And they would <laughs> I remember the people just their, their mouths dropping open when they would walk on the range. And there were five gallon buckets about every fifth student that were filled with nine millimeter ammunition. 
and they realized, hey, uh, we're going to have a good time today. So well, and it's and the way I describe it to people is it's extremely high quality instruction um, at a at an affordable price. You guys have really, uh, you know, it's uh, the skills that you're. Uh, instructors have are not just uh, high quality when it comes to firearms, but actually delivering the curriculum is uh, second to none. They do a fantastic job, and you get the same high quality experience every time you go out there. Um, I'm I'm very very impressed. And now you guys must have uh, the city of Pahrump must love you guys. Do you guys have a good relationship with the local uh, city and county? Because I feel like it helped breathe some some life back into Pahrump. What's the relationship like there? Yeah, I believe so. And and what's interesting is uh, uh, several years ago, the town of Pahrump hired a consultant and paid them $150,000 to tell them what they could do to, you know, improve uh, the economy of Pahrump. And after this consultant had done his study, he came back to them and he said, uh, the best thing that you can do is support Front Sight and um, the uh, Spring Mountain Racetrack because Front Sight's responsible for about $40 million in revenue coming into your city every year from all the people that come there. And the, 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 the racetrack uh, provided very similar type numbers. So they, they know. I and mean, we've had so many people that have actually moved to Pahrump, either yeah. to work for us or retire there. So um, it's a, it, it definitely uh, – Front Sight is a big part of Pahrump and, and the Nye County area, and we're, we're proud to be there. And I think you guys are – I mean, I, I, you have the capacity – every time I've been there, there have been about 1,000 students on, on property. I think you guys can accommodate over 1,000 people per, per week across the multiple classes, right? Yes, we, uh, we built out the facility uh, with 50 ranges, which, uh, as you know from coming to the classes, a range will hold 40 people and two relays of 20. Uh, so we can train up to 2,000 people oh, a wow. day, wow. every day of the year. And uh, we have the instructional staff to do it as well. And I, I appreciate speaking with somebody who's been to Front Sight because so many times when people interview me or ask me about Front Sight, you know, they really, no matter what I tell them, uh, they really don't understand the full experience that you get at Front Sight. The, the quality of the instructional staff, the be- they're literally the best instructional staff in the world. And there's a reason for that. It's because we train them. Uh, they go through a rigorous instructional development program. They start at the bottom. They work their way up to the top. And then at every co- course that we offer, while the students are eating lunch or listening to lectures, the instructors are out there getting ongoing instructor development training to continue to fine-tune their skills and improve their delivery. And, and you you recognize that and you've seen that. And I'm sure you would agree that we could be running 10 handgun classes and you can walk uh, down the, the length of these ranges while they're doing uh, a lecture block on uh, emergency reload. And you can hear them delivering. And as you get out of earshot of one range and pick up earshot. Just picks right computer, up. Yeah, there's, it, yeah it's, it's, it's the same right quality on. experience. Absolutely. So we actually have, we're going to go to a quick break, and then we actually have one of your students who's going to come on and just uh, just say thank you for in the next segment here. So stay with us. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Ignatius Piazza from Front Sight, and we'll be right back after the break here.
Welcome back to Gun Sports Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment right. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Hey, folks, thousands of pandemic bot panic buyers just, out, just found out what San Diego shooters already knew. A.O. Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the country. A.O. Sword has hundreds of different new and used guns in stock and everything you could want for an AR-15. Whether you're looking for the latest competition rifle, combat pistol, or collectible cowboy iron, you'll find it all at A.O. Sword. They're also professional gunsmith with a full machine shop. They can clean, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including Cerakote. A.O. Sword Firearms is at 929 East Main Street, just off Mollison and El Cajon. Best of all, they are friendly, informed, and actively support your rights. See for yourself with this legal and technical update on Facebook. Check them out at AOSword.com, or you can call them straight at 619-749-4867. This segment is sponsored by Dylan Law Group. If you have legal matters that involve anything gun-related, call the Dillon Law Group. Attorney John Dillon will handle red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, and storage. Call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. 760-642-7150. 760-642-7150. Or you can visit their wa- uh, website at DillonLawGP.com. That's DillonLawGP.com. Hey, let John do the gunning for you. All right, our guest is back on and he is back with dr piazza the founder of front sight firearms training institute in nevada thank you so much for calling in and being with us today dr piazza so we were talking about front sight and and how great the instruction is and how it's good for it's it's kind of a mass market instruction um that i've seen every age group i've seen men and women i've seen you know every kind of segment of society because you make it easy you make it unintimidating and you make it affordable and uh, i think you've just done a fantastic job of uh training how many people have you can you estimate how many people have gone through your facility since you opened yes we're approaching uh, nearly a million people have been trained since we uh, started back in 96 and that, that's amazing. Now, one of your stated uh, goals was an activism goal to positively change the image of gun ownership in our lifetimes. How do you feel you've done with, with that goal? Well, we've made some great progress with the nearly million people that have already come out there. But as you know, uh, there's a lot more people that need to, be, to need to be trained. And they come from all walks of life, and uh, they just need to find out uh, that front sight's available to them. And, you know, as, as you're very familiar with, with front sight and you run into people all the time that are familiar with front sight, but uh, you, you also, if you really asked out of a hundred people that were walking down the street, uh, half of them probably own guns. And you said, Hey, have you ever heard of front sight? You're probably only going to get one or two mm-hmm. that have said, yeah, I've been to front sight or I've heard of front sight. So we have a, a big job out there to get people you know, aware of front sight and, and aware of what it is that we provide them. And that's the reason why uh, we're providing this free four day defensive handgun course. I, I believe the link that people on your show can go to is frontsight.com forward slash gun sports radio. Yep. And uh, it's, it's the legitimate four day defensive handgun course that you've probably attended numerous times. So you know the value of it and we're providing it free simply because 
that is part of our purpose, to positively change the image of gun ownership. And by getting people to come out and take that course, they leave front sight a different person. Uh, they have now the ability to properly handle a firearm. They have the confidence and to use the firearm properly. And more importantly, they know when not to shoot versus when to shoot. And that's important as well in terms of changing that image of gun ownership. Well, one of the reasons that uh, Front Sight is so popular and that we talk about it so much is that our organization, San Diego County Gun Owners, has finally gotten uh, CCWs available to uh, basically anyone that can pass the background check and the training in San Diego. So the first time in decades, you're seeing thousands of people with CCWs in San Diego, and we're very, very proud of that. Um, one of the people who uh, goes to your class, I wanted to bring her on the line because I think she's a fantastic example of changing the face of firearms ownership. And I asked her if she'd call in and, and just uh, spend about a minute. Uh, uh, just uh, Well, let's just bring her on. Linda, are you there? Hi there. Linda, you're talking to Dr. Piazza. What would you like to say? Oh, Dr. Piazza, I need to tell you thank you so much. Um, you talk about changing the face of gun ownership. And I can tell you from experience that I'm one of those people. Um, a little bit about myself. I'm a school teacher. And back in 2014, I survived a violent attack in my own home. And I wanted to learn how to protect myself afterwards. And I had never held a gun in my life. And a friend took me out to Front Sight in 2015. And there I learned everything about holding a gun to firing it, to developing a combat mindset, the color code of mental awareness. All of those lectures were so valuable. Um, it was such an impacting moment in my life that I continued to want to train, and I became a lifetime member. I brought the school resource officer out in 2018 with me, and she agrees. Uh, we met this morning, and she agrees that the training is high quality. Uh, the range staff saw significant improvement in her shooting, and it's, I, I cannot say anything uh, negative about front sight. It has changed my life. That's awesome, Linda. And Linda is a fantastic advocate for the Second Amendment and CCWs and front sight here in San Diego. That must feel really, thank you for calling in, Linda. That must feel really good, doctor. Uh, absolutely. Linda, thanks so much for taking the time to call in and, and uh, let everybody know about your experience. And um, you, you're exactly uh, the type of, of uh, student and member that we love to have. And it's interesting, it's interesting that you said, you know, this all started because you had a, a violent encounter. And that's, that's really the part that America does not understand. Front Sight started because of that drive-by shooting in my quiet upscale neighborhood and brought me to the realization that, hey, I need training. So many of our members and students have that core story of yeah. something happened to them, and that's why they wanted training. But it would be so much better if people would just realize, hey, I should get a gun and I should get training before something like that happens. And that's really what we're trying to promote is to get people to get training. If you ever go, uh, if you, uh, you know, subscribe to what we're doing out there at Front Sight and you're on our email list, we send something out called the reality check. And, and we break down uh, violent encounter videos that are captured on surveillance uh, cameras and it's the same story 
over and over and over over again. People that are armed and trained are victorious, and the people that aren't become victims. And if we can just get America to understand the importance of ownership, number one, and then getting training so that you're proficient in it. So you have really shown the way for a lot of people that are listening out here. So I really appreciate you taking the time, and I appreciate your support and everything that you're doing for us. That's awesome. And, and again, your four-day class is free if you go to frontsite.com slash gunsportsradio. And, again, we can't emphasize enough. High quality, affordable. There's no catch to this uh, uh, the, the gift from Dr. Piazza. Uh, it's very, very cool. A couple questions. A couple of questions from people uh, who, uh, you know, we, we, we said that we were going to interview you, and we asked, you know, hey, are there any questions? questions out there and one question came up a lot people are really excited about the future of of uh front site when it comes to having a campground and there's been a lot of talk of uh of a hotel can you give us an update or a timeline or tell us you know what 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 where are we in that process yes it's actually uh, it's actually a resort uh that we're we're, we're trying to complete out there with the vacation club uh, villas and rv spaces and um, we've had our challenges. The biggest challenge FrontSight has is that because of the industry we're in, we are uh, not, we don't have access to the same type of funding that, say, a golf resort would have. If, if I had started out in 1996 building world-class golf resorts, I'd probably be on my 50th golf resort by now. But the fact that you can't go into uh, a B of A or Wells Fargo or any of the institutional banks and say, yes, I've got this you know, wonderful uh, resort that we're building, and I have trained over or nearly a million people, and we have hundreds of thousands of members, and uh, we've already pre-registered half of them, and people want them. And they look at you and say, what business are you in? You say, well, firearms training. They say, oh, no, we, we can't touch that. Mm. Um, so that relegates us to uh, you know, the second-tier people, which are the hedge funds and that type of thing, and they won't touch us because most of their clients are the institutional lenders, and they don't want to tick them off. So that puts us into a situation where interest rates and, and the, uh, the cost of money is, is so high, it's too risky. So we've been building that out there with our cash flow, and we're continuing to build it. And, uh, of course, the, the latest, uh, you know, COVID uh, situation has pretty much stopped everything out there. In fact, Frontside is closed right now. We, we are planning to open up on September 1, uh, come hell or high water, just because uh, it, it's, it's time to do that. We, we uh, you know, went along with all of the restrictions. And, you know, when they say, when they say, and you know this from being out there, when they say, well, you can't have uh, gatherings of more than 50 people and you have to maintain six feet social distancing and you have to wear masks, that doesn't work with firearms training at front site because, you know, hundreds of people show up and you can't have a safe range when your instructors have to stand six feet away from a person that has a gun in their hand. Sure. Um, so, so we just decided rather than, rather than water it down or dilute it, we didn't want a situation where, you know, you bring up a group of hundred people out there and, they all walk away and they say, well, this is what front side is. No, yeah. this no, is I, I think that's, that's probably a great idea. So, but you're still working so the, the, the hotel and, and a, a campground that's still in the works. And you think that that's, uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. are we're we, are we years of- away or what do you think? Um, I would say we're probably a 12 to 18 months away uh, wow. from, from completion on it. Um, we've got everything ready and it's just, again, there certain, certain things have to line up and, 
with the with the COVID situation, it basically stopped everything. Yeah. Um, I had another question. It's kind of a in the weeds question, but uh, someone wanted to know uh, with with how popular appendix inside the waistband carry is. Um, is that something that you guys already do incorporate into maybe a higher level curriculum, or is that something that you're looking at incorporating into current curriculum? Or what are your thoughts on that? Well, uh, with regards to the type of holster that you can use out at front sight it has to be worn on the point of the firing side hip. It can be inside the belt if you would like it to be there, but uh, we don't allow, uh, we don't allow the appendix carry simply because as the weapon is drawn, it would be pointed uh, in a direction that would be unsafe. Now, once you receive the training out at front sight, you can really carry anything that you want uh, and however you want, because you have the proper training on when the finger should be on the trigger and when it should not. You'll have the proper draw stroke so that you're not covering yourself or your hand as you're presenting the weapon. But when you come to a class, as you know, the gun is outside the belt on the point of the hip or inside the belt on the point of the hip. And that's strictly for safety of yourself and everybody that's around you. Well, I watched my my mother-in-law, who's listening right now, um, a couple years ago, go with us to Front Sight, and uh, my mother-in-law is, had never, it didn't have very little experience with firearms, um, was a very recent uh, firearm uh, owner. She had just purchased a, a pistol, and, and my mother-in-law is, is well over her, her, well over 45, let's say that, and uh, she, and uh, I watched her complete a four day class, and your instructors were so fantastic. I, I just got to tell you guys, you, you, you know, if you're listening, this is such a fantastic experience for firearms uh, folks. Whether you, you bought your firearm, you know, yesterday or you're a, a you know tier one Navy SEAL, I've I've seen it all at Front Sight, all ages, uh, you know, men and women, you name it. And uh, you guys do such a fantastic job, Doctor. We just have about thirty seconds left. What else would you like people to know about about uh, Front Sight? Well, I'd just like them to know that uh, we have a wonderful uh, staff of instructors and, and support personnel that are waiting out there for them. And I want them to know I appreciate all of the uh, the good words and, and how they spread the, the message and the mission of Front Sight to positively change the image of gun ownership by training responsible citizens to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standards. And that we do it uh, in a very compassionate, uh, caring environment that's great for the entire family. So please go to frontsite.com forward slash gun sports radio and take advantage of that four day course and bring your whole family out there and become part of the Frontsite family. Hey, doctor, this is Dave. So for folks uh, that just want to stay on top and, and be, you know, get the, the latest news as to when you're going to open. Uh, what would be a, the the best way to do it? Through the website, Facebook, Instagram. What's the best? Uh, our Facebook page, and of course, go to our website and subscribe. Uh, get the gun training reports that are that will come to you that I've uh, personally written, and then also enjoy the uh, front site reality check. I think we're on reality check number seventy seven. It's it's probably the the, the best produced. Uh, analysis of real gunfights that you're going to find on the internet, and and we release. No, one or two every every month. Yeah. All right. You know, by the way, real quick, if you're not doing anything on August 15th, every year, San Diego County Gun Owners, we have a, a Second Amendment celebration dinner, which has been nicknamed Gun Prom. So uh, if you're not doing anything on August 15th, I would love for you to be my guest, Doctor. If you can make it out down to San Diego and come celebrate the Second Amendment with us, we're looking at having about 800 folks at this celebration dinner, so we'd love to have you. 
Well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. I'll check it out. Stop and think. Pahrump, August, San Diego, August. <laughs> Shall we book you a room? <laughs> well, the question is whether or not you guys are going to have hotels there. I, I tried to uh, book the Hotel Del Coronado for the July July. Seventh oh. or eighth, yeah, and they were so closed. So I hope, hopefully, everything will get opened up down there by then. Oh yeah, we're going to make sure it happens. All right, sir, thank you very much. Keep up the good work, and folks, we're going to take a quick break. This is Gun Sports Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Stay caught. There's more Gun Sports Radio with Dave, Joe, and Michael to come on the Answer San Diego. Folks, hey, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, you got Michael Schwartz, and you got Joe Germisi, and you got me. Hey, folks, thousands of pandemic. No, I think I already did that, didn't I? No. Nope. What's the best defense for self-defense? I don't know. This is, I got to change the pace. We're on the 445. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. I've got to, I was so excited about the doctor, I couldn't. My gosh. Hey, what is the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. Mike, Joe, and I use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com or give us a call at 469-310-9100 that's 469-310-9100 or firearmslegal.com gun owners be ready with a lawyer in your corner the segment is brought to you by the gun range san diego 7853 balboa avenue in san diego go to the gun range san diego.com the gun range san diego.com for more information hours they're open seven days a week their times have changed a little bit. So go to the website and uh, check it all out. All right, we got a firearms expert, our good buddy Jason Stevens on the line. Hey, Jason, how's it going, man? Hi, uh, doing fine. Hey, what are your hours again? Uh, you know, we're 10 to 7 every day, uh, Sunday through Thursday. Friday, Saturday, we're 10 to 10. Okay, good. Yeah, so we want to get that on this little. I just. Or better yet, just go to the website. That way everybody knows. Can they make an appointment on the website to go, or is it a first-come, first-serve? Uh, it's first-come, first-serve. We do have long waits recently. <laughs> well, that's your fault, because you won't quit talking to people. Yeah, we really do. Yeah, yeah, we're, we can't help being nice to people. Well, that's what you're supposed to. Remember I told you, Nordstrom service, just not the price. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, but with guns. Yeah, yeah, but with guns, absolutely. <laughs> well, hey, I've been watching on Facebook. You've been getting a lot of uh, inventory in, and you've gotten some pretty cool stuff. Oh, we definitely did. We've got a, uh, oh, geez, we get in Remington and Mossberg shotguns, but they go almost immediately. Yeah. Uh, anytime we get anything really decent, really good, a Glock, a SIG, uh, any any really good, high-quality brand gun, they go within, you know, the next hour or two. Isn't that funny? I'll quit, I'll quit sharing. <laughs> hey, it's all me. What can I well, do? Well, it's here? crazy. I've heard that that Glock is, you know, doing their best to keep up and all the manufacturers are doing their best to keep up, but there's such a run on firearms. Do you guys have a waiting list or anything or I I imagine you're it's just like it, it's got to be crazy. Uh, yeah, can you reserve a gun? 
you know, we can't reserve a gun because we can't guarantee anybody any any firearm at the moment. Yeah. Um, manufacturers have started making guns again, but uh, it's still kind of uh, still kind of early in that you know that new manufacturing process. So we're still waiting for those guns. They come trickling in really slow, and um, we just get we only get a handful. We typically get like a handful of guns every couple of days. They just go so fast, yeah. and the demand is so high right now. Well, we got toilet paper back on the shelves at the grocery store, so you're almost there. Yeah, well, that's half. That's half of it. That's half <laughs> we, the battle. You know, we have the added issue out here too. Like you were mentioning the Glocks, and um, like with this right. uh, this handgun roster out here, you know, with with Glock um, trying to catch up and pumping these guns out, uh, you know, we could only buy the what Gen Three Glocks out here, yeah. and that's you know, right. Glock the factory has so much capacity, and this is going on all over the country. So you would yeah. think they're devoting most of their equipment and their manufacturing to producing Gen 4s, Gen 5s. Well, yeah, Gen which 3 are being, is not high on their list. Right. They make them specifically right. for California. So it's like, that, building a 2000, it's it. like building a 2000 Ford Mustang. Yeah, for Cuba. For Cuba. <laughs> well, I read that their maximum capacity is somewhere around 30,000 pistols a week. And they weren't, they didn't, I didn't. They weren't specific as as far as what the model breakdown is, but you're right. How many of those thirty thousand are going to be Gen threes? They're probably all Gen fives, uh, you know, so they can sell them in the other forty nine states where you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and they probably have a portion of their facility, you know, set aside to do the, you know, set up to do the Gen threes. But I mean, that's going to be limited, I would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, we could sell them. You guys have customers. Do you have a lack of uh, customers there, Jason? Uh, the exact opposite. We have a we have an immense surplus of customers. We have hundreds, hundreds of people coming in every day. Uh, our lines are are. Um, we have three four hour waits for the range. Now the sales side, you can come on in, and that's totally fine. We can help you. But yeah, it's there's an immense demand for guns right now. I've right, never so, seen it before. So Gaston Glock, if you're out there listening, and I don't know, Bob Sig and Fred Smith and Wesson or <laughs> you guys are out there listening. <laughs> and Peter Browning. There you go. Come Step on. it up. Let's go. Yeah. Well, but see, there's no motivation for them to sell to California, is there really? I mean, I know they got sales, but I mean, if I was going to make something and I could sell everything to 49 states, I, don't, I think I'd put California on the back burner. Yeah, California, you know, even though California does have a really big, it's got a really big population, really big gun population, it's still not as, uh, it's still not, it doesn't compare to the rest of the whole country. So if you're a business owner, so, but, but, you know, I mean, we're beating a dead horse. I mean, there's, we can't reinvent the wheel. So all we can do is do what we can do. And, and I think you said it a couple of weeks ago, you know, that just people just need to be, they just need to be patient. If, If you're patient, hopefully you'll get what you asked for. Right. Yeah. All that's all. That's all we need people to be is patient. Yeah. Uh, we do get guns in. They just go super, super fast, and eventually, everybody is going to get what they want. Um, so if those guns get a Glock or a Sig. So if those guns are coming in, I guess what would be the best place for somebody that wants a specific gun? How do they? I mean, just watch your website or Facebook so they'll know when your stuff comes in. Is that how that goes? Yeah, well, if you watch our our Facebook and our Instagram accounts, you'll be able to see that we will post when we you know get a, a good handful of guns. Um, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, I try to share to them every time I see it, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram all the time. And whenever I see anything from guns, uh, gun range San Diego, I share it. 
Maybe that's not yeah, a good thing. Nice. You know what I do? I actually <laughs> tell people, because I'll get people saying, hey, do you know who's buying guns? Do you mind? And I'll kind of make this mental list. And then when I see you guys post something, You'll I'll, call I'll, them. I'll say, hey, here they go. Go, here they go. call go them right now. Them. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. Hey, well, thank you very much. Uh, sorry you're working as hard as you're working. But hey, life in the big city, I guess. Oh, that's fine. Happy Father's Day. Hey, happy Father's Day to you, too. And we'll be talking to you next week with another, hopefully we'll have some good news that you had a train load come in and nobody knew about it. I really hope so. All right, buddy. Take care. Hey, FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.